0: Hey, let's kick off an all new issue of Geek in the City Radio, which is brought to you free every week from the folks at, well where else, geekinthecity.com. You can also watch us stream the show weekly every Tuesday on twitch.com forward slash geekinthecity at 6.30pm Pacific Time. If you enjoy the show, you can also help us out over on patreon.com forward slash City your support there helps us do more content and create more shows and overall make it a better experience for you the best audience in the world as always always share the show and make some comments for us or give us a five-star rating on any of the platforms you enjoy listening to this show on and with that let's kick off this all-new issue of geek in the city radio
1: We're gonna talk about the stuff that makes you scream and
0: shout. Hit the red alert. We're going war factor 12. Thanks for pressing play. Why, hello, and welcome to issue 669 of Geek in the City Radio. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Duran.
2: I am one of your other hosts, Bina Rita.
3: And I am your other other host, Cable Hashitani.
0: What's shaking, everybody? Hi. Mm-mm-mm. S-s-s-s- I'm Knock feeling good. For Micah, <laughs> This has been, like, pretty damn good so yes. far. Woohoo. We'll find out when our guest calls in. Indeed. Indeed! Now, this pisses me off to no end. <laughs> oh,
2: God. Uh I feel like I'm going to start (laughs) hyperventilating
3: Thunder Can't you just take care of these things for me Ah!
2: Thunder Hi
0: hello we're here Hi what's up children (laughs) We are all over the map on our pop culture references today. I know. I think I'm just jazzed that I'm not hearing either of your lovely voices echoing in my ear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, this is working as it's supposed to. I'm getting everyone's
3: dulcet tones. Oh.
0: (laughs) I guess
2: now would be a really great time for uh, live live listeners to to let us know if if there's anything amiss.
0: Miss Something's wrong. Something's amiss. A mess? Uh, I don't think so. Let's uh, see. Uh, nope, oh, we're good. <laughs> it is good. Sweet. Splendid. Splendid. What are we
3: doing on the show tonight, kids? Fuck this, my man. This?
2: Just reveling in our technical successes. <laughs>
3: we're, we also have a guest this evening. <laughs>
2: yes. Who's our guest, Cable?
3: Our guest is a return guest from earlier in the month. No, last month.
0: Last month, yeah.
3: Last month. Uh, Taylor Stark, uh, we creative exactly. director of... I know exactly what day Taylor was on. Yeah, that's true. Um, that was a monumentous episode all the way around. Yes, it was. Um, Taylor Stark, the creative director of Witch Hunt Theater, is rejoining us tonight <laughs> to give us a little, um, hopefully talk a little bit about, uh, uh, wrap up on... Death Race, which Death we participated race. in, yeah. Death race. and uh, get, um, get some info on two upcoming projects they have. Get some
2: answers. Oh, my gosh. I need to admit that I was right now years old when I realized what an apropos name Death Race is. Like, yes, technically it's because that's what they call the competition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but all of the literal running.
0: Oh, Yeah. All without John McTiernan going to prison. Wait, you... What? <laughs> uh, the 2008 John Mc... I think that was John McTierran? No, Rollerball. Never mind.
3: Oh, Rollerball, Death Race, easy to... you know, Yeah, it's the same.
0: Up. The remake of Death Race was starring the Stath and oh. Ian McShane. But he didn't punch a megalodon, so no one cared. Punch it. <coughs>
2: Anyway.
3: I've never seen Megalodon.
0: I still need to, because I hear it's a lot of dumb fun. Yeah, it's not deep blue sea levels of dumb fun, but it's up there. Nothing is. No, nothing is.
2: Megalodon, is that the same or different from The Meg?
0: It's the same thing. It's it's called The Meg. The Meg. Yeah. It wouldn't be the
2: first time I thought you were talking about one thing, and it's totally another. I
3: feel like we just had this conversation, like (laughs) maybe 24 hours ago. A little more than 24 hours ago. It was later in the evening.
2: That t'was, means it was less than 24
3: hours ago. On, less less than on 24 hours ago. I know how math works. No, I <laughs> that is not true. I don't know how math works. <laughs>
2: and it's not just regular math. It's time math. It's time The worst kind of You
3: math. would think I would be better at time math.
2: Why is that? Time, time lord. lord. Are you a time lord and you never told me?
3: It's been like in my... Bio for yeah. years I think it's in his
0: Twitter's bio in his birds it I don't think it is anymore I think I've oh. well, whittled it down
2: like, well that's just on me because I know I've read it
0: so yep. well he hasn't he he tells you like a month from now for the first time that's when you find out about it. <laughs> oh it, I actually tell you when I meet you for the first time yeah <laughs>
2: you told can. me next year
3: but not when you meet me for the first time <laughs> you can know which, yeah, tenants <laughs> oh back. does that
2: mean you're my river saw <laughs>
0: It's the other, other oh, way sure. around. <laughs> no, but, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah, other yeah, way around.
2: Okay, so I'm River Song
0: mm-hmm. in this scenario.
2: Yes, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's actually the part of Doctor Who that I'm on right now, because uh, I've been rewatching the it. The Matt Smith, in the Riversong. Matt Smith, uh, with the whole um, the Centurion. And, oh, the, um, uh, yep. And
0: the ultimate weapon, the um,
2: the Pandorica. Pandora. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh ends and up being him. Spoilers. It's a heavy
2: River Song arc.
0: Yeah. Dip. Jodie Whittaker just did her regeneration over the weekend. Oh. Into David Tennant. Weird.
2: Spoilers.
0: So it's, he's not meant to be the doctor, like the actual doctor, but he's doing like a mini series. And I think it's to deal with, it's it's going back on like Rose Tyler and stuff. So when he appears after Jody regenerates, he's like, wait, I know this tie. And he's like, yeah, he's like, why am I, why is it me? Why am I back? Um, yeah, that's a good quit. Yeah. Yeah. I And I'm already not, I'm already feeling sorry for the, I mean, not feeling sorry because the dude gets to play Doctor Who. But, um, uh, let's see, Gatwa is the next Doctor Who. Right. Um, the vitriol he's probably going to get is going to suck because he's a black man in science fiction. Yep. It's probably going to be akin to what, and and the
3: British aren't any better.
0: No.
2: Well, you know, what's funny is, uh, okay, so this will be the first black Doctor Who there's ever been. Yep. They're about to have Mm. the first person of color prime minister they've ever had.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Technically, there was a black woman doctor in one of the specials, or maybe one of the books that they made canon.
2: Oh, I wouldn't
0: know anything about that. Yeah, but it's still not on screen. It does, so it I don't think it was on it screen. It doesn't have the same impact. Yeah. No, it's not the same. But uh, Yeah. I mean, technically, the first woman doctor was from a Rowan Atkinson sketch that they did say was canon. Yes. When oh. he when tra- when he uh, yep. when he changed into Joanne Lumley yeah. from AbFab. <laughs> oh, God. I love that. Yeah. Um Yeah, it should be good. We'll see what it is. Yeah, they went through both of
3: um, the Hughes. They went through Hugh Grant and Hugh... um, Who's the other Hugh?
2: Laurie.
0: Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And for folks who don't uh, have BBC, apparently outside the UK, Disney Plus is going to start carrying Doctor Who starting next year. What? Yeah.
2: Does that mean HBO is going to lose it? Because that's where it is. Or are you talking about like current? Like, current, burn? I okay. think current.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. So it'll kind of be like when I think my Matt Smith, the Matt Smith has my favorite intro when the TARDIS is getting beat up by breaks in time. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I forgot how bonkers that season is. Every everything is just so vague.
0: end of the world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <najbardziej> Yeah, because now, yeah, Russell T. Davies is back, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, like, all right. I mixed feelings. When did he leave the show? Um, after Tenet? After okay. Tenet. Because then it became, uh, what's Stephen his
2: name? Stephen Moffat took over. Yeah,
0: who is- had issues. Yeah.
2: It went
3: back and forth.
0: Yeah, I mean, both of them I just think burn out. Yeah. It's running a show on your own. I mean, they have writers, but, like, that's years of being a showrunner. Yeah. You get you get would I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you watch, like, season four and five of Next Gen where, like, Braga's calling the shots, and they're solid. But by the time we get to Voyager, like, you're like, no, you're done. Like, yeah. you are so burned out He's very tired, running mm-hmm. any of this. So, yeah.
3: But then starts to become the villain of his own story type of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we got going on. Really interesting. I have a lot of catching up to do, though.
0: I, yeah, I'm so far behind on anything Doctor Who. I quit watching after... I think because of network issues, I never watched any of the Capaldi or Jodie Whittaker stuff.
3: Yep. Same. I, I left midway through Matt Smith. I left before... Um, the change from uh, Amy Pond to Clara.
0: Okay, and I didn't like Clara. I I
2: think maybe I caught the first episode of Capaldi because at that time I was finally caught up to Mm -hmm. the show from Mm -hmm. when I'd been watching, Uh, and I happened to have cable access. I wouldn't have had it on my own, but my roommate did, and so I I was like, well, at least I can watch Doctor Who in real time now, Uh, and then that went away.
0: What else did we do over the weekend? Uh, We saw We saw a Dracula
2: Yes, we um, went all the way to the far reaches of Clackamas mm-hmm. to to watch 1993 Dracula. Yeah, on the big fathom screen. events,
0: did Bram Stoker's Dracula? Okay, uh, so good. Was it in the rumble seat thing? The the, the D box? Yeah. No, oh. Uh, uh-uh. those are not comfortable chairs to be seated in at Fair. all. Fair. They are very uncomfortable. They are designed for specific body types and. No other room. Yeah, no other room. Yeah. You have to have padding, but if you have too much you don't fit in the chairs. Yeah. Hmm. Um I think I've only se- I've seen two movies in D box. One I saw with Becca it was action y. But the first one I ever saw it was Avengers Endgame, and that was not a good movie to see that in. First oh, it was almost no. three hours in those uncomfortable as hell seats. Mm. And spoilers, nothing happens in Endgame. Nope. Till the last thirty minutes. Yep. Nothing fucking happens. (laughs) That's right. I watched Star Trek Beyond in D-Box. Now that was probably fun.
3: It was very pleasant. Nice. It was like, as soon as the Enterprise comes on screen, it it banks hard to the left, and you bank hard to the left, and then you bank to the right, and I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I want. Uh, Totally. It was pretty good. Uh, Especially since Star Trek Beyond was already a fantastic movie. But it's just, super
0: solid. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's my favorite of the Kelvin it, movies, for sure. It's in my top five. Yep. Top five treks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seeing that in the theater was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it definitely gives me a deeper appreciation for uh, the movie as a whole. But I, I still stand by my argument that that movie is just fucking all over the place. It's a very much, like, <laughs> let's throw spaghetti at the wall, um, and even if it doesn't stick, just pick it up and we'll still use it.
0: Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, the book's a mess, too.
2: <laughs> I've never read the book, and I, I really feel like I should. I just finished uh, The the Last American Vampire, which is, mm-hmm. like, roughly a sequel to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. Um, I did not care for that movie. What? I love that movie.
0: I did not care. I, no, that I, movie was amazing. It's so dumb.
2: <laughs> it's it's super dumb. Which I mean, I guess that's like hypocritical of me. I'm like, oh yeah, the the idea of a book where Abraham Lincoln is revived and becomes a vampire hunter.
3: He wasn't. He revived. wasn't revived. He oh, never died. Sorry. He, he dies towards the end.
2: That's nope. Sorry. That's, Spoilers. Yeah, that's the other book. Well, it's sorry. still history.
3: Yeah, it, it's the secret history of
2: mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Abraham
3: Lincoln where. In addition to being the president of the United States, he, he was also uh, a vampire hunter. Yes. yes.
2: And and so the premise of the second book is Abraham Lincoln and another guy. A guy who's like possibly the oldest vampire in America, as in like the, the earliest yeah, one. Vampire. Pretty much up until modern day, more or less. Um, and all of their secrets... Secret goings on. So there's like some Howard Hughes shit. There's MK <laughs> Ultra shit. They've got MK Ultra stuff came way st-
0: after Howard Hughes.
2: Stuff with the Russians, World War Two. All
0: right.
2: It is. It's a lot.
0: For the longest time, I thought Abraham Lincoln in that movie, the actor, was like Liam Neeson's son. He's got Liam Neeson's nose. Yeah, and He was solid.
2: There we go. That's one of the things so that I actually good. thought was so And Frederick, dumb. I think,
0: yeah, Frederick Douglass is like his Van Helsing in this a little bit. Mm-hmm.
2: A vampire hits Abraham Lincoln with a horse.
0: Dude, that's the scene. <laughs> so
2: stupid. Yes.
0: Fuck you.
2: <laughs> so I am at
0: the press screening with Mike Russell. Yeah. To Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And, then, and remember, this came out, I think, a few months after Legend of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. And this was giving up, especially that whole train scene was really giving off Indiana Jones vibes. Mm. And I'll never, yeah, I'll never forget it. Like, I'm sitting next to Mike Russell. We are all in on this ride, on this movie, man. And then comes, yeah, the flaming horse tossing scene. Oh, my God. And I lean over to Mike Russell and I was like, did we just watch a fucking vampire throw a flaming horse at Abraham Lincoln while a train careens out of control? And he's like yeah, we fucking did and I'm here for it. I'm like, yeah, me too. This is a hell of a ride. All right.
2: Well, I, I will say 2012 is when that movie came out. Right. I, I had a much lower threshold for silliness of Camp.
3: that nature. <sighs> yeah. I I saw that in the theater. I saw that at the Baghdad with Shannon Stewart and we just laughed our ass off. Oh, I bet off. you he dug the hell out oh, of that Oh my movie. God, that was, yeah, it was right up both of our alleys. It's mm. like, are you having a
0: good time? He's like, yes. Yes, we are 100% <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. This is perfect. The jacket is all, Bromstorpe's jacket is all about design and costumes and camera work. hmm I mean, all, everything was done in camera. Every effect filmed on a sound Um, Coppola, like, reorganized shots because of the costumes. Hmm. Like, he intentionally brought in uh, Ikio Ishiyo, Ishioka, and she did all of the costume work. Um, so like Lucy's bridal slash burial gown, she designed that to look like a Victorian era. You know, if you buried like your kid in it. Oh. Um, but in the original movie, when she appears in her tombstone in her crypt, she comes crawling down the ceiling in the side like Dracula does on his castle. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that's not going to work for this shot. She needs to just come walking in, holding, holding the eaten baby.
2: And I, I, the idea that you will reshoot a perfectly good scene for for the fashion mm-hmm. are is absolute vibes that I one hundred percent respect.
0: She called the shots on almost every one of those. So like, she organized or she told Coppola how it should look with uh, Dracula's armor, how to light it, mm-hmm. so it make just look like muscle tissue. Um, his final robe is, I think, it's based on the kiss.
1: Mm-hmm. All the, the gold and yeah. stuff, yeah, that like makes
0: sense. all of that was specially shot with. Like she would basically work with Coppola and was like, "We need to work these shots in,
3: yeah, to make th- it work." I think that armor is probably one of my favorite pieces out of that so movie. So good,
0: it's Oldman hated it. You can I'm you sure. can see
2: it at the uh, Coppola Vineyard in uh, California. Oh, yeah, they have a little little bit of a museum.
0: That
3: sounds like a place that I wouldn't normally go to, but.
2: I never would have thought to go there. I think I went with my in laws the first time we were in, we, the first time I ever went to go visit them. They took us out to, to eat at, at the vineyard. I just like the tables are outside. You get to see the lovely fields. And uh, yeah, they've got a little mini Coppola film history museum.
0: That makes sense. I mean, you know, it's Coppola's Vineyard. And the Coppolas are everywhere. And California is just sick with them. <laughs>
2: just, just, just lousy with Coppolas.
0: Just lousy with fucking. Copolas. Just because you change yeah. your
2: name doesn't mean we don't see you.
0: Um, I remember. I think it was at San Diego Comic Con. I saw a woman dressed as Lucy in her her death dress. That's a mm. sweet
2: cosplay. Oh my
0: god! It was a. It was amazing.
2: What else did we do this weekend? We went to. We went to scaregrounds. Cable. Yeah, that yeah you
3: and I went to scaregrounds. Yes. Grounds, um, with one of our Death Race team members.
2: That's right. Siobhan.
3: Um, <clears throat> Scaregrounds, I feel as though that they have... No, nope, I'm going to give this caveat. I have to give this disclaimer right up front. Um, Scaregrounds uses two haunts, one in full name, one piecemeal, that were purchased from Frighttown. So, please bear that in mind when I'm talking about... How the production values, because I'm aware of the production values that went into constructing a lot of this stuff. Um, <clears throat> additionally, I, I think I, I have been likening it to visiting your parents' house, the house that you grew up in, after you've moved out, been on your own for a few years, come back to visit, and they've remodeled.
2: And so it looks yes. the same. Oh my god, yes!
3: But not. It's like, oh, the, I know this is my house, but you've turned my room into uh, your a sewing nook,
2: your, your workout room. Cool, <laughs> nice.
3: That's that's weird. Um, so we went. Aaron and I went to scaregrounds last year, and that they had uh,
0: Grimthorne Manor was part of that. Oh, uh, poor Grimthorne. It's still holding up well. That's, I mean, that's good. I mean, it's fun. I mean, like, it's not meant to be outside. It is not in Portland. Neither. The, this, yeah. None of these haunts are meant to be outside,
3: so they're doing their level best. Um, they have moved the location of where they had set up last year. It was took over part of their parking lot.
0: Okay. Yeah. And yeah.
3: This year, it's um, more southward. Past the um, the roller coaster, mm, mm-hmm. so it's in the wooded area, so under trees near the pavilion, near the picnic area, um, which perfect. is better, I think. Yeah, uh, it's darker. They had fog going, so like you could not see where the park was. It's nice, a little creepy. Um, Grimthorn looks fine. Uh, the complex was another one of the haunts. That uses a lot of uh, sector thirty or sector
0: thirteen, the alien right. um, laboratory. Did from they get Fred that? Town. Oh, okay. Because I know Raymond sold a lot of his alien stuff too from Thirteenth Door.
3: It's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, little column sense. A,
0: little column B. Yeah, and
3: then the Silver Screen was their third haunt. Oh, um, they didn't have that last year when we went. Correct. No, this was a new haunt. Um... I don't I don't know what deals ScareGround makes, so I, I'm not going to pretend that someone on YouTube is uh spamming us. Um Oh
0: and that's a, I have to go yeah, that's only on YouTube. Yeah. And uh I mean, we got hot girls, but Whoop whoop. She ain't <laughs> for sale. I mean I mean,
2: <laughs> everything has
3: a price. Everything
0: right? has a price. That's true. You can't I afford I can't Speak for Bean.
3: Oh, I <laughs> mean, um, but the silver screen was new. The trick with the silver screen is it is pop. It like it was set up like an old movie theater. You walk in and you're essentially going through movie sets of famous horror movies. Nice, full of famous licensed
0: horror movie monsters. Oh, and they are not Universal or Sony or... Yep. They don't own Michael Myers, I'm guessing. No, but Michael Myers was there. Chucky was
3: there. Um, Leatherface was there. Uh, Regan was there.
0: So. Regan? You know. Oh, Regan? Isn't her name Regan? No, she goes by Regan. Yeah. From The Exorcist? Yeah. Um, Is it Regan? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. The, the thing was um, my favorite. Oh yeah, the thing. Wait, the thing was at. Yeah. Well, there was a, a version of a the thing? thing room. It
3: was basically. It, it
2: was the version of the thing that is all versions of the thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, we ran into <laughs> uh, a f- couple friends of ours that uh, one was working mm-hmm. uh, now works for Scaregrounds, so they uh, politely gave us a, a backstage tour. So we get to see some of the backstage, um, which is neat for those of us who've done Haunting. Because it's like, oh, that's your compressor? Oh, this is your (laughs) switchboard? Oh, this is where all the the animatronics are are fed through? Right. But, uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, It was a good show. Um, They also, like, bumped us up in line for the last haunt. So we bypassed probably the longest line of the entire
2: yeah, that was grounds. that was really nice. That's
3: cool because, um, like, when we got out back into the parking lot, it was like, "Oh, we're done a half an hour earlier than I expected because least. we did not have to wait in line."
2: Oh well, no, maybe maybe only half hour because then we also get to do some behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, all the sausage.
0: Right, and cable. You've checked out the Fear PDX, Fear PDX. Oh no, I
3: I have no interest in Fear PDX. Okay, I've, we've gone before, and it is fine. It is a fine. I look haunt. even bigger now. Yeah, it they've got a lot, but Fear PDX is it is the jump scares of uh, mm. haunts, and I don't care. Like that, I don't, I don't see the artistry behind what they're doing. I don't see the the labor. I don't see the the effort that goes into it. I see creepy looking. Rooms with people hidden in corners that jump out and scare teenagers.
2: Right. Not performers.
0: Right. Um, Remember they had that, like, living room where, like, the fireplace opened? And I was like, man, you spent all your money on this path through. Yeah. yeah, Because it was fucking cool. But it was like, wow. That was, you know, so, so
3: like... There were five there are five main haunts to go hit in the Portland area. There's Fairlandia, there's Scaregrounds, Underhill, Fairpediax and Milburn's uh, Manor. Um and I just uh, Milburn's I skipped this year because it's going to be the same haunt. Yeah. By all means, if you've never been to Milburn's or you're looking for something family oriented to go to, go to Milburns.
2: Yeah, we really enjoyed it last year. Yeah, it's cool.
3: it's got yeah. a state fair feel to it. Um, you can go pick up you can go pick pumpkins if you go early enough. You can they've got corn dogs, they've got battered fried dough which is fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Food. Um they've got two haunts that are going to freak out the the scarediest of cats, right. which will be great and then you can have a giggle at their expense. Um and all of the, or the majority of the money once it it's paid for what the haunt costs, goes to area high school theater groups, right? Because that's who staffs Milburns. So, so at a
2: minimum, that's a reason to go.
3: Yeah, that is one hundred percent why they get an endorsement from me. Uh, Fearlandia also gets an endorsement from me. Um, they have a solid haunt. Their performers are having fun. Um, they are also. They have an affordable ticket price. It's twenty dollars at the door, Mm -hmm. Um, plus a can of food. Oh, nice! And so they're like they're accepting donations for food banks. That like you do any sort of like that was baked into Fright Town Mm -hmm. was the money when it was a five hundred one c three the money from Fright Town actually went to local charities. Dave wrote checks. I remember that. Yeah, he didn't tell anybody, so nobody knew this until like close to the end of Fright Town. Until someone, yeah, because yeah, someone like was giving him shit. It's like you just take all this money, you don't pay anything. He's like, I don't. I've given thousands of dollars away to all of these charities, and people who worked for Dave went, "Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, that's where all that money goes." That
2: that might have changed things. Yeah. For, for the history of Frighttown, but... I mean,
3: to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, Portland, I love you, but sometimes you're an ungrateful bastard. Sometimes? Sometimes. Most times. Most times you're an ungrateful bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, you all need to leave Portland for a long period of time and come back and go, Oh.
2: Portland is like your 19-year-old kid who still lives at home but is really mad at you about that?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and doesn't like how you're decorating the house anymore. Yep. You know, wants you to pay rent. And then moves out for five years and comes back and goes,
2: oh,
3: I was a
0: dick. (laughs) Yes, you were. Yeah,
3: most of the time. Mostly. We still fed you.
2: Oh. Is, uh, one, that's one, like the
3: second uh, uh, home reference we've made to haunting. <laughs> that's really Okay, anyway, home um,
0: I have no home hunted.
2: One of the despised. other things about uh scaregrounds is the um the buried alive.
0: Oh yeah, you
3: did the buried alive.
2: Yeah. Um I don't want to give too much away for anyone who's never done it before and might be curious about it, but it's a it's a solid five bucks to, you all know, right. to experience uh, your own death. Buried alive. No, it, no, honestly, it's it's not scary. It's, it's. what did I say last, the other night? It's.
0: Was it calming? You're like, oh, sweet release.
2: It's, it's amusingly annoying? No, that wasn't it. it. It was an amusing thing to have done. Not at all scary.
3: If you've ever wondered what it's like to be in a coffin, I know that. Attached to a gimbal. Oh, I think I have done that at Fright Town
0: before. Yeah. I think like I think Dave actually got me to do it so the person who runs it could take promo video or something. Oh. I remember hearing sense. Dave on the outside when I'm in there as the Baron. he's like, Get along, little doggy, ride the coffin. Woohoo Woohoo
2: I've definitely seen um Examples of that where they like film the person inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess because it's amusing to other people to see them be frightened of whatever's going on. Uh, this is not that.
0: There's a very good Ron Reynolds movie where he is buried alive. Like he spends eighty percent of the movie with a cell phone, you know, a cell phone camera on him and a lighter in a coffin buried alive. Buried alive. Buried alive. I shall leave you. As you left
2: her. Um, the Maroon o- for all
0: eternity. The, the only center movie of a I need dead
2: about rat. being buried alive is uh, The Vanishing with Sandra Bullock.
0: Mm. And Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, yeah, shit.
2: And Jeff Bridges.
0: And Jeff Bridges, The yeah. Vanishing. Yeah,
2: 1993, The Vanishing. Sandra Bullock and her boyfriend, fiance, are Boom. on a road trip and she disappears. And the boyfriend spends years looking for her... Um, and eventually, he learned some things about her disappearance.
0: Did he find her?
2: I don't want to give it away. Maybe people have not Being haven't you, bloodsucker.
0: Him. It's a movie from 1993.
3: I know, I mean, y'all have had almost yeah. 30
2: years to see it. Fine, yes. He, uh, he finds
1: the
2: right. guy. He finally finds. After all the cops have given up and like everyone thinks he's crazy, maybe he did it, you know. Uh, um, he finally finds the kidnapper. Obviously, she's dead. He never finds her. But uh, but they oh, do, they duke it out. Oh, yeah.
0: Saundra, oh, yeah. You never Sandra see her Sandra again. Bullock died in a 1993 movie? She
2: gets totally fridged.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> That's before she was really Sandy Bullock. That's, that was... Anything after Speed, she's the Sandra Bullock. Yes. But... I mean, maybe they were pulling, like, but a psycho or an Speed alien. was
3: later than that, right? I mean, t- to be fair, like...
0: To be fair. To be fair. Uh,
3: At that point in time, when she was Sandra Bullock, that meant money for the studio. That didn't necessarily mean that -hmm. was not increasing her clout, because it was still the 90s. Right. So she was just, you know, some chick. I think because of that is why she started carving out. It's like, nah, fuck this. I want to be in charge.
0: Yeah, or again, like they pulled a psycho with her. We're saying she's got top billing like Janet Lee, but we're going to fucking kill her in the first half hour. Mm. Uh, or I think Alien, Jeff Bridges where it's has John Hurt, Tom Skerritt you know, your survivor is literally the unknown Sigourney Weaver. Yep.
2: Now I want to Huzzah. know, like, how many things had she done before she did the vanishing? Oh.
0: I don't know. You need to do a Sandra Bullock commentary series. Not sure on. Look, the only one I'd do commentary on would probably be Practical Magic. That was me wishing I lived in that house. <laughs> um,
3: the, net, oh man, God, the Net? Demolition Man. Demolition Man, Oh, my God, The Net. That's bad. I don't know about The Net. Uh, Demolition Man's solid. Why we... not Miss Congeniality 1? Why miscon
0: Congeniality 2? Two? 2 is funnier. And 2 oh. has Shatner. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Is that a pro? Yes. He's saying that's... A, okay. I um, think it's... While well, you were no, I don't really remember much about the second one. I know I saw I don't, it.
3: I've seen, like, I know I've seen these. I saw these when they came. I mean, out. he's got, he's in both of them. Yeah.
2: Oh, you know what I just thought about is the fact that um, so the love interest in Miss Congeniality and Speed uh, does not survive beyond the the first film. She's always without that man yep. in the second film.
3: Oceans Eight, I will happily watch again.
2: Yes, she's yeah. great in that.
3: Oh, Gravity's. Mm. Gravity's great. I like I Speed also. Seen, speed I is haven't good. seen Gravity's since I saw it in the theater, and that movie made me dizzy as fuck. It does work best in the theater. Oh, yeah. Saw that at the yeah, oh, the Dearly Departed
0: Roseway. Yeah, that's where mm. I saw it.
2: R.I.P. to um, my neighborhood.
0: Yeah, I remember Miss Congeniality, because that was shot, it came out in 2000, it was shot like in 1999, and... I worked with people when I was on Bandits that were like set coordinators and producers on Miss Congeniality. And like they told the story that during one of the call times mm-hmm. to pick up William Shatner, they had literally just booked him like an Astro van to come by the hotel. And the producers are like, and apparently Sandra Bullock was like, that's William fucking Shatner. You're sending a limo. Like, don't you dare send like. A shuttle van to pick this dude up. Like you're sending a limo, you guys. And yeah, they did. Uh, I think my favorite month might be April because it's not too warm and it's not too cold. (laughs) Describe Uh, your Norm is asking
2: if uh, the Roseway is done for. Uh, I hadn't heard that they had any plans. It's totaled.
0: totaled. It burned from the inside out. Bad.
2: Okay, I I thought it was in a state that it could be repaired it just hadn't been
0: It had to be completely rebuilt as a new theater.
2: That is the movie theater where many of us in this room and in this chat uh, went to go see the first Wonder Woman.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. With Greg. Yes, with Greg. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome.
2: We took up a whole row. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Sidebar. Uh, Taylor just checked in. Tech rehearsal is running late. They're doing tech rehearsal for their current production, so they they will be here as soon as they can. But they are running late.
2: Okay. Uh... Which is fine
3: cuz there are other things that we've done that and and other things to talk about until mm-hmm. yeah, Taylor's free. Like the fact that we also all went to the Touring Oddities and Curiosities Expo on well, Let's Saturday. take a
0: break and come back and
3: talk about that. That sounds great.
0: This is a good spot to take a break and talk about our sponsors. First up, we have got Guardian Games. They are the city of Portland's greatest gaming store. Check them out over at 345 Southeast Taylor Street in Portland, Oregon, and see all the cool games they have in store for you right now. It's still the spooky season, so they have a really nice selection of horror-based or horror-inspired board games. Um, towards the back there, you'll just see, you know, you know, spooky board game collection. Um, yeah, they have games like Horrified and Betrayal in the House on the Hill, both the previous and the current third edition um, they have this cool game called Skulls, which is more like a bluffing game. It's more akin to, like, poker than random chance. that I definitely want to check out, and the art is just gorgeous. And then, of course, they are still taking, I do believe, reservations for, or pre-orders for the Brothers War. Uh, this might be one of those things that gets me back into Magic also, since these are the original Brothers that first began to show up in... You know, magic, alpha, beta, and unlimited and caused all kinds of shenanigans. So I definitely wanna check out and see what Urza has been up to. You can do it all at Guardian Games, three four five Southeast Taylor Street in Portland, Oregon. Guardian Games. And before we get back to it, talk about our next sponsor, Rev Nat uh Rev Nat's Hard Cider. All kinds of good stuff coming up. Abby Spice. We're getting to the Abbey Spice season, which is their just, yeah, his delicious mulled cider. Uh, You can get it through the shop or, you know, he's got kegs and whatnot. So if you have a local watering hole that you enjoy to kind of belly up to the bar and have a pint, ask them to carry a keg of Abbey Spice. It makes everything go down nice. Abbey Spice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's it. Let's get back to Geek in the City Radio. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you're soft weak flesh
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know what he's <laughs> referencing at all Butch and Sundance when they're down in Patagonia
3: man I haven't seen that in forever that's good I don't think I've seen it since it's I was like a kid it's like
0: people think well you don't see Butch and Sundance die I'm like okay right sure you don't
3: oh, okay
0: yeah no, that, that, that free a suspension frame of, hail of, of bullets
3: is not, you know, yeah, yeah. That's a suspension of disbelief that I don't know that I can get behind. One hundred percent. That's like Ooh. believing that Thelma and Louise made it to the other side of the Canyon.
0: Oh, they totally did. Aw,
2: it's
0: because their Mustang converted. And I've never even away. seen
2: that movie, and that made me sad.
0: You've never seen Thelma and Louise? No. Well, like. When we saw Bram Stoker's Dracula, we found out Greg had never seen it. He a significant other.
2: He doesn't like scary stuff. It's not scary. It's a
0: Dracula. He,
2: do- But he wouldn't know that if he hadn't if, if he hasn't it, seen it. Like, I think it's very easy to oh, assume as a youth. When
3: you say things like it's horror, people automatically assume, oh, it's scary. I, I don't want it. It's right. like, but Dracula is a story of love that never dies.
2: But how would he know that? The
3: poster says love also, never dies. Also, he's like
2: my age, so he was like 12 when that came out. Let's
3: bring on Taylor Stark. Norm is never. Oh, okay. Let's do that.
1: Hello, can
3: you hear me? Oh yes. my gosh, we can. Hello, Taylor. Clear as Yay. a bell. Hi.
1: Hello.
3: Gloriously. I'm going to switch to full screen
1: so, so I exciting. can see everybody. How are you? Um, I am good. We literally were just doing tech rehearsal because we're doing a show for a festival on Friday. So they couldn't get the projector to work for like 45 minutes. So we're just standing around like doing that kind of thing. But we did it. It's done. We're here. It's good.
3: Hence why you do
0: tech rehearsal in the first place.
1: Exactly. How are y'all? How are things?
0: Much better than the, at least the last time I saw you in this screen.
1: Yeah, uh, no kidding. We can
0: hear you, and I'm not stroking out, so.
1: Great news.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, how are you?
3: Um, so, mm-hmm. the the tech rehearsal that you were doing is for Stage Frights Theater Festival, which is October 27th through the 30th, um, mm-hmm. and uh Witch Hunt is on Friday night, that's correct?
1: Yes, exactly. There are a few shows happening on each of the nights, and we are the opening performance on Friday. Um, We're doing our show, Corpse, that all of you saw, Mm -hmm. and so we Mm -hmm. talked about that last time, obviously, so if anyone who was listening last time didn't get a chance to see that, Friday at Curious Comedy Theater would be a good day to come and see that. And then um, there's a really awesome one-woman show happening right after ours that's um, about this AA meeting and this woman that's getting haunted. So it's Ooh. yeah, it's gonna be a fun night. And the whole oh, weekend cool. Fun. they sell like packages of tickets for the whole weekend or just for one night or whatever. So it should be fun. It's all spooky comedy <laughs> or both. Um, which is like the best pairing I can imagine.
0: Fantastic. What is your dinner? Uh, dinner in a movie, or is that the... oh so. That, that's the other thing that's coming up. Oh, I'm up. sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Kay, you well, are run away ahead. with it, buddy.
3: <laughs> Um One of the things that, before we talk about what's coming up next, after the this uh, Halloween weekend, uh, how did, uh, what were your thoughts on Death Race? Like, we, we all participated. Um, yeah. Like, we, we've wanted to talk to you about that since. I, I also have two teammates that want to audition for you.
1: Perhaps. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, well, I thought it was really fun. First of all, we had a blast doing it. Um, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts as well. I hope y'all had fun doing it too. Um, it was interesting how wildly different all of the nights were from each other, just based on like how you know how energetic the audience was, how scared they were versus how competitive they were, like how willing they were to sort of lean into things um, or not. Mm-hmm. So. We did exactly the same thing every night, but it just felt very different because of the participation level varying so much over the six performances. But it was super fun for us. And we just, you know, part of the show that um, I don't know if you all got to experience or not, but we take uh, disposable camera photos of some of the teams, like the clown does that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, we just got those developed from our run, so we've been looking through all the team photos that we got, which have been amazing. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't think we got that.
3: We we, we did not. Our our spirit was the uh, wild man Ooh. and not oh, the clown. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so. yes. Oh, my God. Everyone on the team was so thirsty for the wild man. That they
3: were. <laughs> yeah. The, she's not lying. Ooh. Everyone was like, so was the wild man supposed to be scary? Because he was just taught. <laughs> Why not both?
1: I will tell him you said that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the whole team. It's like, huh, all right then.
1: That's amazing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, um, I know that I thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Um, Bummed I missed it.
3: You were there in spirit. Yes, I was. Um, We had a team that consisted of... uh, Including myself, four people from Guardian Games, and uh, then our friend John, and then and uh, Denise, and uh, everybody kind of like everyone on our team all brought something different to the table, which was great. Um, we ended up like deconstructing how the team did and what we thought at like a local Taco Bell <laughs> afterwards. Like we're just sitting in Taco Bell, more. like covered in fake blood, going. Yeah, that was really cool. When this thing happened, and we we got scared of Can this. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you still hear us? She cannot. Uh oh. Hang tight. Do you have to turn his back on?
2: Hello?
3: Can you hear us now? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, Aaron had to step away for a moment, and he was trying to be discreet. But he, I don't think he knew that that also turned off the mic. <laughs>
2: Got it. <laughs> Everything's fine. Cool. Everything's fine. We can all
3: hear one <laughs> another. Everyone in the I'm in sure the internet. You can were hear. just saying really nice
1: things about the show, right?
3: Yes, we were talking about how we ended up at the like the closest Taco Bell and just sat around <laughs> deconstructing over tacos. <laughs> um, Excellent choice. Covered in fake blood. <laughs> like like I, we had th- other people in the in the Taco Bell looking as like we're who are you people?
2: Two, two kids had a lot of questions for us uh, as they were about to leave. Yep. Did they ask us what school we were from? It was something they, like... They
3: did. They're like, how do you all know each other? That's
2: what it was. <laughs> Murdering. I don't know. Yep. Um,
1: yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I, I, I think the... I, we were fascinated by the fact that we had... Just one spirit that we were interacting with, so we still have no idea what else was going on. So, that mm-hmm. like, I like the fact that if we had participated as a team on almost every night, we would have gotten a different experience, and mm-hmm. I, I think that was impressive. Um, I'm yeah, also. also go ahead
1: like you wouldn't have known this either but the guidebooks were all different from each other too so depending on the night you would have gotten different information and clues Mm -hmm. in the guidebooks um which was super fun for us to just sort of see who got what information and who was using like the clues from their books and stuff too but yeah that was another like little detail that you wouldn't necessarily know if you just came to one night but it was really fun for us to see
2: uh, that reminds me of the element where we're supposed to, um, I hope I'm not giving too much away, but there's a, there's a moment where everyone is supposed to give something the, uh, to the altar. And mm-hmm. just in our session, there were some pretty interesting, uh, sacrifices, uh, you know, uh, gifts for the altar. I'm wondering if you had the anything slug. that was, the <laughs> slug, that was so good. Um, I still think that the hair was the best one. Yeah, that's good. But I'm curious, Taylor, if you had any one in particular that really stood out as like, whoa, I did not expect that, or like maybe just your favorite for personal reasons.
1: Um, well, (laughs) throughout the nights, that became one of my favorite moments for many reasons. One because I just kept like roasting all the participants like (laughs) more and more as we went. Like by the last night, like people were bringing just like a leaf, and I was like. That's not going to work. Like, go find another one. Like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) So I enjoyed that because, you know, I just really got into the character by the end of it for that moment. But, yeah, I mean, we – I don't remember specifically what was at your night, but we had many nights where people gave, like, hair and, like – one of the nights someone had a fanny pack with scissors in it and like cut off like a whole chunk of their hair and put it on a leaf and like put it down not just like a strand it was like a thick chunk of hair yeah that that, that was, that, a, was that, us. that was our
3: group <laughs>
1: yeah cuz i remember you were like <laughs> that's a lot of hair then yeah we also had like uh, the, I don't know if this was your night too, but like a leaf that everyone just spit into. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious yep. too. I didn't, <laughs> like, I
2: didn't remember it was everyone who spit on it. That's... Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was the yeah. their whole team. There were some creative yeah, any, teams with, on the night that we were there.
1: Yeah. It was a competitive group for sure. But, um, yeah. Any of the gifts that were, you know, had DNA on them. I love those. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's great.
2: Um, Actually, yeah, I'm kind of impressed that Siobhan was ready to just like give up some hair. I oh, she was, she was
0: unhappy with her haircut. Never so she give was, up hair. So she was fine, just yeah. What she, like, she nope. can do with hair? She, mu- she
2: must not be a witch.
0: No, or ethnic. Because <laughs> <laughs> My mom's not a witch, and she still has my first cutting.
2: Oh, that's that's different. That's and like a sentimental also, thing. White people do yeah. that too. No,
0: oh. oh, okay. Yeah. But still, okay. never give up your hair. You
2: can even somebody. have it like put into jewelry. You might as well give them your stuff. true
0: name while you're at it. <laughs> oh
2: no! True. Which I, we know <laughs> not to do from corpse.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I so I
3: know that we would recommend anyone who's con- it, should Witch Hunt Theater do Death Race or anything like it again. We would totally recommend that they people go do it. Um, it looked like you had it, full teams every night. Is that right or close to it?
1: Yeah, pretty much. um, We had one night that was a little smaller. It was one of the Thursdays, but pretty much everything else, like, people were pumped to come. And especially because with teams, like, you can come with your friends, like, you get to pick who you're working with. Mm -hmm. I think that was a big appeal for for people as well. Um, We also got to do, we just, like, last week or two weeks ago, maybe, we got to revamp um death race for one night only because uh this company basically <laughs> wanted to do it as this sort of like corporate bonding activity <laughs> so we had all these people come as co-workers in teams um and we just did one specific night for them and i was like i should maybe do that like witch hunt does corporate events maybe uh, that could be a future for sure
3: i have actually considered recommending that to the management of guardian games so <laughs> That's
1: amazing. That That's, we're down. We'll remount it anytime. Well, well, I would enjoy team, that
2: kind of team building a lot more than some of the crap I've yep. done over the years. I think the last years. team building exactly. I
0: joined Guardian at was way back in the day. We either played uh, Werewolf mm-hmm. or all of Guardian got turned into a nerf attack battle. Ah, the
2: nerf battles. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah.
0: I think I remember there's footage of, of being like, Serpentine, Bean, Serpentine. Yep. <laughs> yep.
2: I took it a little too seriously.
0: Um, You were I, just out of the shit.
3: I know that uh, two of our our teammates were convinced that I was actually a plant the entire time. Like almost up to the end. They like thought a I mole was in, or a, No, they thought I was plant. in on it.
0: They thought I okay. was participating with Wish Hunt. Oh uh, I've been to these kinds of events where that yeah. happens. Which I would like. Well, to you say did a DLC. lot of
1: things that, like, you did so many things that your teammates didn't do. Like, you just did whatever you wanted, so <laughs> I wouldn't blame them for thinking you knew something that they didn't. Yeah, that's fair.
3: <laughs> like, I, I know, I'm, I'm the person in the horror movie that will just do other things and look very suspect, but I'm actually trying to save everybody. <laughs> like, I tried to get two different groups to run away when the reveal happened. Um, so I ran the other direction trying to get the monster to chase me so that everyone else could get away. And then I came back and, uh, they were still sitting where I'm like, no, you were supposed to, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Too
1: fast. It was too fast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing.
3: I, I just, I, I also really appreciate that. Collectively, all of the teams just kind of go ahead with, oh, this is scary. We have to, you know, really work hard to do this. When in reality, it's like we're we're all just people in the woods. We've just agreed, we have agreed as adults to play make believe, and that that in and of itself is really cool, and it is a gratifying experience. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's pretty much most of our experiences is just like come out to the woods with us and see what happens.
3: <laughs> yep. So, which is different than your November uh play which is called Holiday Feast, Holiday Dinner? I've got it. Yeah, brought- the
1: Holiday Dinner. Holiday yeah, I've Dinner.
3: It. I've got it brought up. Yeah. Thanks. Holiday Dinner. And that's uh a uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday um 2 weeks in November. Uh you've got tickets available now.
0: Um, How much
1: can you share about that one right now? They're yeah. 35
0: Is that for one person or for a couple?
1: Yeah, so 35 per person because okay. this show includes a cocktail hour. So mm-hmm. your $35 Ooh. includes two drinks and some little snacks and appetizers before. Nice. Um, our normal ticket prices for things are 25 per person. <clears throat> so we're just obviously increasing a little bit because you get some extra perks with that. Yep. But yeah, this one... Um, First of all, the ticket prices are going up on November 1st, so get your tickets now in the next week before they go up. Um, Basically, through Halloween, they'll be $35. Um, That uh, information is on our Instagram right now, so if anyone's looking for that. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a little different because it takes place in a house at a holiday dinner party, so we're inviting you all to come to the dinner party with us and see what happens there.
2: Mm. Oh, how'd you I, get uh, access to a house? I know that was something we talked about last time.
1: We have our resources.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Excellent. Keep your secrets.
3: I know that. Uh, I'm. Wizard. I'm gonna talk to my partner because I I already want to do this. So yeah,
0: and I did see that they are offering na uh, mocktails mm-hmm, also. Mm-hmm. So you're not just smart. Yeah. Um, are you are you gonna? continue to just do original content or is there ever a time like we might produce this script and put it up on stage?
1: Um. Um, well, that's a good question. This one is actually a script that was commissioned for us by a playwright, um, an emerging playwright. So we are definitely open to doing work that already is in existence, but partially why we started this theater was because we had so much work that we already knew we wanted to create ourselves. So mm-hmm. I always say like whenever I run out of ideas is when I will do plays or musicals that are already in existence.
0: Nice. I guess I asked that because last night Cable and I spent a twenty solid 20 minutes lamenting that we've yet to see a really good version of Evil Dead the musical. Yeah, that's true. He says, okay, not even well... realizing he was wearing the shirt. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that is uh, show number one that I want to do as soon ah. as we have enough money to produce musicals, so I will do that for you.
0: Nice. Excellent. I am 100% auditioning for Evil Ed*. <laughs> <laughs> Says nothing until he's killed as a demon. Yep. <laughs> nice.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I, I think I have learned the lesson now after both uh, Corpse and Death Race that during your productions,
0: do not trust you. <laughs>
1: 100%.
0: We are in the hands of an unreliable storyteller. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's... That's always true. I'm surprised we've gotten away with so much already because people literally just do whatever you tell them to do. <laughs> yes, uh, we
3: we watched it happen. It, we participated in it. It was great. So yeah,
1: I think my yeah. Favorite this thing. one is a uh, is different too. Like if there's anyone who's listening or maybe considering coming, that's like intimidated by the participation aspect. This one is a lot different and less. Uh, scary in terms of participation, I would say. Like, um, it's interactive, but it's not going to be like sprinting through the woods. You know, it's not <laughs> quite as intense of an amount of participation that we've done for some of our other productions.
3: All right. All right. That is good to know because that is, that seems to be the thing that always gauges people's uh, interest level. It's like, oh, I don't know. Mm <laughs> hmm. I did have to tell a lot of people like no it's there's no running I'll do all the running.
1: <laughs> yep.
3: They all they yeah. all come it's like why was there so much running cable? It's called death race. I don't know what you want. From My me. doctor
2: said I'm not supposed to run anymore. <laughs> Mine did. Um No, I it was a lot of fun just I, even though I did not want to be running that much. I it was it's it's an it's a, a game. I don't feel like game is the right word, but it is a It is an event that is very easy to just get into and really sort of, like, fall into the experience and just go with it.
3: I think you and Witch Hunt Theater are doing something very different in the theater community in Portland, and I I like it. I I feel like it's a shot in the arm that the theater community needs in this town. The city really needs, I think. Yes, for sure. So
0: thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, (laughs) well...
1: We appreciate that for sure. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. I basically just create things that I would want to go to, which is how Death Race came about because I wanted to do something that was like horror based, immersive and athletic. Like that was the thing that I was thinking about (laughs) because that's what I want to do is be like sprinting through the woods, like while something chases me. So that was not exactly this, but (laughs) close enough. You know what I mean?
3: That's fair.
0: Nice.
1: What were your favorite activities in Death Race? I feel like we can talk about it because even if we do it again, like, we'll probably change it up. We'll change it up. Yeah.
2: Um, Weirdly for me, I just enjoyed traipsing through the woods in the dark. Um,
0: That can be fun.
2: Well, you know, like, having been in the military, land navigation is a thing that you have to learn. They drop you off in the woods with maybe a map and a compass, and you have to learn how to figure out where you are and then get to where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I did not expect to be so comfortable and just like this, is, before the running anyway, I'm like, this is, <laughs> I like this. This is nice. Just walking through the woods.
3: I, I think mine was not necessarily the activity. It was the, when we were all collectively waiting Well, you would take groups off one at a time. So we would sit there and wait in our pods, eyes closed, and things would come up to us while our eyes were closed. Um, I know that something blew in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, I had a werewolf do that to me at Hollywood Horror Nights years ago, and I'm like... That's flirting. Stop. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Achievement unlocked, new kink. Yep. Yeah, that's not new. <laughs> I know. But, like, I worked in haunts for too many years, so, you know.
2: I didn't, uh, I wasn't the uh, the one who did this part, so I can only speak about it uh, objectively, but I, I was very amused by the, the speed-eating portion of the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, that it's, and then they were all sticky and just like, I don't know what that was. Um, that's, that really adds a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Also, we were um, originally, like, we were just going to have them eat that and then all walk back to home base together. And I was like, this is not interesting enough. So, of course, we made them shove all of that in their <laughs> mouth as fast as they can and then sprint back to home base while the <laughs> other people are chasing them. I'm like, we got to add some layers to this.
3: <laughs> yep.
2: It's a good execution.
3: Uh, I, oh, I have a question about the location. So, and I'll reveal this now too. So I scouted the location, because um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of guy I am. I went out to the park uh, a good two weeks before, three weeks before I went Labor Day weekend. Whenever
2: it was revealed,
3: it, and like I took video and, and and walked around. I didn't release any of it until after death races close cuz i'm like i'm not putting this up i'm not revealing any of their secrets but i want to know um <laughs> mm-hmm. did you come across the clearing with the weird lean-to? The what? So there's a clearing like at the the you
1: Sorry. know the
3: it's a big round circle essentially mm-hmm. at the top of that closer to where the the houses are there is a weird clearing if you step off of the path, that had a makeshift lean-to already Mm. built. It was creepy.
2: Like a little mini campsite?
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I looked around that, and I'm like, if they find this, they're using this. Because this is creepy. (laughs) It's like, I'm here in broad daylight, and this is weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think, if I'm remembering it correctly, I feel like it was just maybe a little bit, like, Farther than we wanted to go mm, in mm-hmm. terms of having the audience like be able to remember which path they were taking, That's like fair. because by the end of the show when we were like, okay, now here's your object, go give it to the spirit or whatever. We wanted to make sure that people could actually find the spirit they were looking for. Mm, but mm-hmm. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, and yeah, we the first time we went there was during the daylight, obviously, too, to kind of like check out all the options and see what we could do. Um, and there are a lot of creepy spaces there. Like even in the daylight, there's a lot of weird, like tree circles and uh-huh. like the the field where we did the eating thing. I felt like that was odd as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's first an of odd all, I would do exactly that. If- yeah, if I was an audience member, I would be scouting it before, so I don't blame you, but
0: Is that also Thank like... you for
1: not releasing anything before.
0: Oh, of course not. Is that also the park in Lake Oswego that used to be the initial iron smelting? Cuz Lake Oswego used to be the Pittsburgh of Oregon. It was like it oh, was weird. metal smelting. And I feel like there's a giant oven at one of the parks in Lake Oswego.
3: It so... might have been. Okay, might have to look it up.
2: Oh, Beck says no.
3: There you go. Oh, okay.
2: Um, I'm curious. Yeah, I,
3: I don't. If I'm willing to go look things up, I'm not giving away another magician's secrets. That's rude. That's that's not how I operate.
1: Well, we appreciate that.
3: <laughs> yep.
2: Um. So now that now that Death Race uh, that that iteration at least is done. Um. And you have like that retrospective. Is there anything that you would have liked to have done differently, or or maybe like If the budget wasn't an issue, something that would have been, like, so great to include as an element.
3: Mm.
1: Well, I mean, for one thing, um, I can say this now because it's over and we got through it. But, like, you weren't all there when the cops showed up, right? Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. no. Nope. Yeah. So, I mean, we were, like, legally allowed to be there. But we didn't get permission because that's how we operate Mm -hmm. and um one of the nights the police showed up because this old woman thought that we were trespassing on her property in one of the like houses that's like lining the park essentially um and they were very nice and i handled it and everything was fine but it was at the moment when all of the team members are blindfolded standing at the altar so (laughs) this like police officer like rolls up with a big flashlight And he's, like, looking at all our, like, buckets of blood and stuff at home base, and I, like, jog up, and I'm, like, hi, like, trying to be very (laughs) unassuming and, like, whatever. Um, So, I mean, that's one thing always and forever. Like, as soon as we can buy our own property and have a space with some acreage and woods on it and stuff, we will be able to, like, go ham because also, like we had to be out of there by 10 p.m. every single night because that's when the park closes. And, like, we had to bring all of our stuff in and out every single day because we couldn't leave it in a public space. And the logistics are always going to be a thing. Um, Something else that we – I mean, I think we just will explore this in the future, but we did, like, a lot of work on the lore for this show and the characters and stuff, knowing that people wouldn't necessarily know that or get to experience all of those things, but just having that backstory. But – I definitely want to use some of the same characters, the same, like, you know, history with all of them in some other future iteration of Death Race. So that's something that we've been thinking about and definitely would like to come back to later.
2: Maybe it's just because we are we work in or are close to creative fields. I would say like you can see that there is. Good backstory there. That yeah. that obviously, or is it necessarily getting used fully? But you know it's there. Oop. So I like the idea of like making a universe with it.
3: When it informs people's performances, yeah. I think that's where it comes through. So, right. And everyone's the performances that we saw definitely felt fleshed out.
1: Yeah. Well, we figured like. As long as we know what's happening, like you might not know 100% of the details, but that's what makes the difference when you're like, if we're bringing you into a world with us, we need to know exactly what's happening in this world. So um, hopefully those things will be revealed at a later date and some other iteration of this. But yeah, definitely. I mean... This is a bigger conversation too, but everything that we do exists in this like one witch hunt universe, so this is like a subset of that and we're oh. like now fleshing out this like whole other thing.
0: So you're creating an entire shared universe?
1: Yes, theoretically we nice. are. <laughs> That's, That's exciting. Always
0: fun to play oh with. God. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I will say that Corpse, the corporation in mm-hmm. Corpse, it runs everything. So
2: Okay. Uh, If I I didn't already, I would 100% now be like, I have to go to every single one of these.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we put Easter eggs from all of our other shows in the shows that we do in the future. So there's like references to things like, you know, there's going to be references to premeditated that we did a few months ago in the next show we're doing. And we always have some thread between them. Um, one of the spirits in Death Race is the woman in white, and she has been a specter in several of our shows already that appears in the woods with us. Um, so we we have a through oh. line. It just oh. will not maybe be clear to other people until we get more established and people do see all of our work, but it's there. It's in there.
0: Thanks. woman in white was also a spirit in the old Rosen Raindrop searching for her kid.
2: Is that a local story?
0: Uh, the Rosen Raindrop used to be a bar, but the building used to be Portland's first morgue. So much so that formaldehyde wow. is soaked into the floorboards of the apartments above the old Rosen Raindrop. Ew. Yeah, Aaron is a font
3: of creepy <laughs> knowledge about yes. the the creepy creepier parts of Portland's
0: history. Yeah,
1: that's great. Yeah, like he send me a- some spooky bags anytime. Oh,
0: I will fire them your way. <laughs> the biggest heartbreak was when I found out—spoilers—the Shanghai tunnels are basically BS. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: What? I, I have been actually Shanghai wanting you to did happen, but not
0: not, not as nowhere. it is presented by this tourist attraction. The,
2: the the place that they call the Shanghai Tunnel is not real, correct? But, but that that activity did happen, yeah. correct? Just
0: Portland has enough darkness in its past that you don't need the Shanghai tunnels to. You just have to go digging for it. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, all of uh, Hawthorne, you know, asylum. It was Asylum, asylum Road. Road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yes, a homicidal fire. elephant enclosure at the zoo was built on a cemetery. Uh, well, they had to get blessings from Buddhist priests when they were putting in the tunnel under the cemetery under the zoo. Oh, because that they found buried. Yeah, they they're like, oh no, the Chinese Buddhists were buried here. So, yeah, great. Oh yeah, I'll drop you an email, Taylor. You'll, <laughs> I'll send you all kinds of inspiration.
1: Thank you. I'm always yeah. looking for it everywhere. So. <laughs>
0: Mm. Well, cool.
3: Um, I think that's all we've got for this evening.
0: So yeah, we just have to plan our our dinner.
3: Yeah, like I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going home. I'm talking to American. Like, eh, how, how do you feel about going to dinner? Sounds <laughs> delicious.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, it's also, I meant to say this earlier and it escaped my brain. Our show in November is our like campy horror show. So kind of along the same genre as Corpse, obviously, okay. that y'all saw, but not everyone who's listening maybe saw. Um, so it's, it's funny also. So it's not one of our like scariest things. It's more in the campy side of the horror canon, so. That's you know just a selling point to tell people too if they're like we have plenty of people who are like I can't see your shows because I'm too scared of mm-hmm. horror and I'm like no you can see some of them it's not all like disgusting scary terrifying <laughs> right.
2: that's yeah Thanks. that's really good information
3: I know yeah. that's going to be selling a selling point for Merrick actually both the the lesser um, interaction and campier I, I I think that's a lock. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yep. we try to reach like a variety of people because I know that not everyone actually enjoys being scared and we don't really want to limit our audiences just to that. So, you know, I love playing in the universe where there's, you know, evil entities and witches and demons and all of that stuff, but it doesn't all have to be horrifying. Mm-hmm. Although I would like it if it was, but you know, I get <laughs> yes, that not please. everyone likes that.
0: <laughs> More horrific, the better. It's horrifying. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
2: Right. Well, in that case, I definitely need to know when you make your scariest one.
1: I will let you know. You'll be Ooh. the first on the list. <laughs> Super.
0: Uh, you're definitely welcome back to talk about and promote any of your shows. Yeah. So. I sense awesome. maybe like a summer camping night too, camping weekend where you just terrorize campers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have been thinking about that, too. I want to do a summer camp show so bad. I mean, we talked about that last time, too, but mm. I would love to do a whole weekend event.
0: I'm sure there's land you could rent over on, on Savi Island. So, really yeah. cut people off. Mm, perfect. Yeah,
1: definitely. Perfect. Yeah, we did one of our shows out there, and it was during the day, and it was still creepy because they're like coming up to this farm. Like, they don't know who lives there. It's in the middle of Savi Island. Oh, like, yep. It's pretty, pretty yep. good.
0: Nudists could show up. I, I
3: know yeah. at least two farmers that own land on Savi Island. Yeah, yeah we could do it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I know someone owns a houseboat, but that's not the same.
1: <laughs> that would be I cool, do.
0: too. It would be cool. He does throw an annual houseboat party with some of his friends that also own houseboats. And they put, like, buoys out around, like, the six different houseboats. And each houseboat has a different tat. So there's, like, the barbecue houseboat, the bar houseboat. You just float in tubes. You're like, I need some chicken. And you just kind of float up <laughs> to the chicken houseboat. You get some barbecue chicken. And then you're like, cocktail me. Or you paddle out. It's pretty. Well, wonderful. now
1: they just need a haunted house boat as mm-hmm. well, so we got that magical. Yep. What a magical way to live!
0: Or haunt the Portland Spirit, or the Columbia paddle wheel boat, something like
2: that. Uh, the Col- the Portland Spirit is about to be decommissioned.
0: Oh, wow, well. it's a whole thing. Or what if you could plan an overnight uh, horror event in the uh, Blueback, in the submarine connected to OMSI? You they cannot. They do allow sleepovers. You cannot. Fuck. It's because of our zombie episode, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, really? No. Oh. It's like fucking it, A. I,
3: I just know that they. You cannot do certain things in the blueback because someone shot parts of a porn there once. Oh, that's And they're right. very restrictive.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious.
3: <laughs> you know, Portland. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's it. Well, cool. Um,
0: Yeah, Taylor, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I,
1: yeah, thanks for having me again. Always good to chat with fellow spooky people. So yeah. good to see you, and see you in November at it, least at the holiday dinner. Definitely. Great. Thank and you. you. And I do. Awesome. I also Thank want you. to send
3: you my CV. So
1: please, <laughs> it's a professional hunter. Always. Okay. Nice.
0: Good to know.
2: Awesome.
1: Take you, Thank you
0: That was Taylor Stark of Witch Hunt Theater joining us live on Geek in the City Radio.
2: What just happened? <laughs> oh, oh, you're Actually, that sounds. was kind of good, though.
0: I was trying to get the clapping. That. Oh. So I was trying to go from... Oh, you can't do this. A... Whatever.
2: They Sorry. don't overlap?
0: No, they don't.
2: Do we need a fancier board?
0: That was no, great. I can create the file to do that as one. Okay.
2: So. I like
3: this board. This was so great on multiple levels. Like, mm-hmm. one, there
0: were no tech issues.
2: <laughs> Yay, we did it. With, yeah, like, apparently I can't things. step away
0: to use the bathroom and get a session mead. You can. You can. You, you just, just can't have to turn off your, your feed. <laughs> Oh, that, when, when you, I just
2: have to leave. Yeah, when you leave. turn off your video, that yeah. also turns off your audio, and that's that's where it all comes and goes from. So. Oh,
3: yes, exactly. But oh man, I'm I'm so so excited. Like I, sorry, I just, I can feel I,
2: your happy vibes I right really now. I really
3: enjoy Witch Hunt Theater. I
0: mm-hmm. like, it's a cool idea.
2: I I agree. I hadn't really thought about it, but we've been talking a lot lately about how. Portland isn't what it used to be. It's it's kind of in a little bit of a dip in terms of in terms of like arts and events, and Mm -hmm. and for obvious reasons, right? The pandemic, social Mm -hmm. turmoil, Um,
3: not housing the homeless the way they ought to.
2: So many things. Yeah, but
0: fuck Ted Wheeler.
2: Oh, super fuck that guy.
0: And Renee Gonzalez. Super
2: fuck Renee Gonzalez. Yep.
0: Um, Skin folk ain't kin folk. Know what that means mm. but okay he's just he's passing anyway <sighs> <but>.
2: mm. uh, <laughs> okay um but yeah like you know like things like trek in the park have been i think long missing from the the landscape in in this city and it's really exciting to see new faces you know bringing that sort of engagement and you know performance art Uh, back onto the scene.
3: Right. Back in the day when I would spend more time talking with uh, Robin Williams, who's the director of the Portland Five, which used to be PCPA, um, one of her main concerns is always how do we expand our, our reach to get newer people into the theater because we cannot survive on... The goodwill of the blue hairs alone, and that's blue hairs are the the old folks mm-hmm. that have been going to the theater for years mm. who have all of the money. She knows that the only way to do that would is to make the theater engaging and affordable. accessible. Uh, yep. yeah, th- Both of those things lead into accessibility. And things like Trek in the park, don't detract like she's a fan of things like that because they don't detract from performances that are going on at the schnitz or keller auditorium or or p5 they get people interested in theater it's like oh if i like this what would i like why am i not going to other plays and then you start looking around for what's out there um I know the more I see interesting theater, the more I'm compelled to start looking at what other theater is going on in town and what can I engage in. Um, so yeah. yes, and I, I think that I think you're right. Witch hunt theater is fitting one of those missing pieces back into the the Portland artistic landscape.
2: Yeah, that reminds me of a. Uh a live show that I recently learned about. I guess it is actually pre-pandemic, but I had never heard of it. Okay. Uh, it's called Drunk Herstory. So it's... Yeah, it's I li- like that. It's live cool. performed yep. um, in the style of Drunk History, but it's all drag queens. Yeah, that
3: sounds so about that's right. Nice. Well, I'm sorry. I, so I think that, that was, was my stuff. I know. It's like, maybe <laughs> oh, we should
2: wrap like, it I up, it sounds like Cable's up. very hungry. <laughs>
0: Whoa. Um.
2: I don't know why I'm making well, noises like I'm gonna in, keep talking.
0: In- oh my god! Sorry. What? What's what? going on? I was gonna say in honor of what uh, homicide fire cow told us about the elephants.
2: Son oh. of a bitch, you moved
3: the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? Son of a bitch, you left the bodies, and you only moved the headstones. You only moved the headstones.
2: Why? Lie!
0: Poltergeist is so good.
2: Oh, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> that All used right to then. be my uh my login sound on the old Emerson show during Halloween. You just move the headstones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. Well I think that was a good show. We should wrap things up. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Again. Um
3: Watch the trailer for Quantumania.
0: Oh, yeah, that looked pretty cool. We'll watch it after here. Yeah, it's pretty good. I watched it today. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Uh, okay. And the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer. That dry. I haven't watched, but uh, I watch it. James that. Gunn is now in char- co-in charge of DC TV and movies.
2: Oh, that's right. I saw that today.
0: Yep. I'm, I'm so good with that. So that. that was the big announcement that they were hinting at. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was the big one. So. All right.
3: That'll
0: be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Yeah. Well, with that, I'm Aaron Duran. I'm Bina Rita. And I'm Cable Hashitani. And we will speak to everybody next week. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Silver Shamrock. Only one week to go, kids, until Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>